Hi, everybody. You are welcome back to series three of the Country Chats podcast. First episode of the series. I can't believe we're, we're this far in already. This is the 21st um, episode so far, so it's going great. I'm delighted to have a good friend here in front of me this evening. Uh, it's a singer from County Tyrone. I've known him. I'm, I've been wondering how long I know you at this stage. We must chat about it in a second. But anyway, uh-huh. I have Barry Kerwin here in front of me. And I tell you, the setup, as if any of you are watching the video of this, the setup he has there behind him is unreal. Barry, how's things? I'm great, Sandra. I'm good. I'm great. You can see uh, how bored I was during lockdown right? from the setup. <laughs> did you have that studio before lockdown or was that a lockdown project? I actually did. I had a studio kind of set up in a bedroom in a house, but this became my, this is my garage and this ah. became my project during lockdown. So I had it, um, it literally was just a normal bog standard garage. I had it plastered and I had a roof put on it and I had, yeah. Well, it's... It's definitely nicer. It's definitely nicer than my background, but uh, no, it's looking good. It's <laughs> good. So yeah, when I was when I was getting a bit uh, a few notes together for the interview, I was thinking, like we probably know each other. I'm gonna say seven years, eight years. We're talking back in the Derek Ryan days when you were uh, gigging with Derek. Yeah, I'd say. Well, I've been out of my own. Um, I suppose I'll be out of my own five years in June. So. Prior to that, I was with Derek for four and a half years. I so you're probably about right, yeah. And yeah. I couldn't actually believe it when I when I read that you were on the road yourself since 2016. That is that's flu like. It seems like yes, it it just it's mad. Yeah, that's I, I think time on the road in bands anyway. Well, I think everybody's time once you pass the kind of age of 21 starts to play once you start working and stuff like that. But definitely in, in bands, you know, because you're on the road all the time, the years just kind of fly by, and I ever since i've been on the road like from the age of what 21 drumming yeah it's just literally flew flew by and definitely these last five years of of flu now this year i didn't think probably would have would have flew since the whole covid thing but same thing you know i've I've had to obviously get work and and it just becomes the same thing you know you're you're doing your daily daily work and and yeah time just flies Mm-hmm. So I suppose going back to before you brought your own band out on the road, you were you were you've always been touring. So it's not that that was anything new, but you were um, playing in the bands. So you were obviously in Derek's band for it was a four years, you said. And before that, were you with Lisa? Am I raving? Yeah, no, no, you're right. I gigged with Lisa for eight months and I worked with my dad for I think around four years as well. Okay, so you've always, I mean, obviously, look, going from, we won't even get into, I suppose, the childhood side of things, but like you obviously grew up playing music and I know you were doing the Irish dancing as well. So you always grew up doing it. And for anyone that hasn't copped on to it yet, you are Dominic Kerwin's son. Dominic is your father. For anyone who who didn't make that connection just yet. So you've always been there kind of in the country music business, but I suppose you started out from um being in the band but you always sang you always sang even when you were in the band you used to do a few sets on your own well from what i remember anyway you definitely did in derek's band yeah yeah from from very early age actually from whenever from whenever i started playing drums in bands i always sang in bands so even like when i was playing in rock bands back in you know teen teen days i, I was always singing in bands as well so yeah it just continued right through you know i came into the country scene too so yeah. So you were in rock bands. Now there is something that we might not have known. <laughs> How rock are we talking? Like, are we? Did you? Well, did you really? <laughs> easy rock. You know, we we kind of dipped our toe into like maybe Blink One Eight Two and some Forty One kind of tunes. 
Well, we would have, we would have been like maybe you two that kind of vibe. So it was it was easy listening rock. You know, it wasn't wasn't too heavy. No, I was wondering, yeah, how heavy had it gone? <laughs> um, so obviously then, yeah, you so you've been working in the country music scene for God years now. We won't say exactly how many. We won't give away. We won't <laughs> give away the age. Um, we went. We yeah. So was it always in the back of your head that you would? bring out your own band or how did that develop um how did that come about do you know even from just a very early age i always wanted to be a singer um i can't say that the irish country scene probably would have been a, a target uh, for me um i think probably that, that would have put the notion in my head um obviously i always love singing but i remember my dad took us to see uh, garth brooks in the point i think it was one of the first times he came to ireland I think I might have only been like, geez, seven, eight years old. And I think that was the first time I seen a live gig that was just so full of energy. And obviously, I think it was the, the biggest crowd I've ever been, you know, standing among. And yeah, that kind of thing. I think that put the buzz in me for, for wanting to be a front man. And then just as the years went by, you know, I always still had that desire um, to be the front man. Obviously, um, got through college stuff, and uh, my parents have always said, you know, if you want to do music, that's fine, but you know, try and get a bit of education, and you know, so that you have something to fall back on. So, which I did, um, and uh, you know, my, all my brothers done that as well. You know, we all kind of got a bit of education first. So, I went to college in London for for three years, and. I ended up dropping, I actually did a one-year diploma and then I'd, I'd started and I'd done two years of the degree course and kind of got fed up with just learning at that stage. So I dropped out and yeah, my dad offered me a job in, in the Irish country scene with him and that kind of is where or how I fell into it, to be honest. Um, I hadn't really listened to any Irish country at all. Um, my dad kind of was he was seen as being in the Irish country market but he did a lot of touring outside of it you know he, yeah he did establish himself in the Irish country scene but then obviously uh, went on to to kind of hit the, the concert market in England and stuff like that so even as I was growing up um, my dad was kind of out of the, the country Irish country thing he was still dabbling in it but but um, yeah he was kind of out of it so yeah, that was when when he, when I became his drummer. You know, I was dabbling in and out of the Irish country scene, but it was the first time I kind of been introduced to it. You know, I never really had my dad wouldn't have really listened to listened to much Irish country stuff in the house. So um, yeah, I would have listened to a lot of American country stuff. You know, back when I was younger. So it's actually kind of refreshing to hear a backstory where it, you didn't grow up listening to country constantly, and it wasn't you weren't listening to all the greats from a young age. Most of the singers I would um, interview, that's kind of the backstory, you, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, so it's actually kind of nice to hear that that wasn't how it, how it all started. And I know what you mean, your dad wasn't, he's country, but he's not. He'd be more kind of Irish and folk and a few different. Yeah. Well, easy. I think he's always been kind of bracketed as easy listening. So that's kind of what, he's, what he is. Yeah, and, and we didn't even mention, but you uh, you are a drummer. <laughs> for anyone that's not watching the video, uh, if you're watching the video, you can see the massive drum set in the background. But for those listening, um, Barry has drummed for years. So was it, uh, it was music you studied in college, was it? Yeah, I actually studied, uh, I did all my grades, uh, drum grades growing up through secondary school. 
and then I went on to do further education then in London. I lived in London then for three years, which was a degree in popular music performance with bass and drums. So. I never even, and like, I would like to think I'm music savvy because I don't a degree in music too, um, but I never knew that there was drum grades, which is, which is mad. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, there's notation. You can read drum notation. So from a very, I think I started, well, I mean, I played drums from an early age, but then I started to learn drums from about the age of 11. And um, it just so happened that the guy that was teaching me in, in my school here at the Sacred Heart College in Oma, he, um, he was an English guy who uh, did his grades through Trinity in London. And yeah, he just taught notation. So that's just the way he taught. It wasn't the fact that I wanted to, to learn like that. Just that's the way he taught. So, But I'm very grateful that he did teach that way because uh, you know it was something, something else to, to have on board, being mm -hmm. able to read from notation. Would you believe I used to play the drums? Did you? I used to play the Kaylee drums, yeah, back, oh God. Oh, yeah. Back when I was, say, 10, 11, 12, 13, yeah, I used to play the Kaylee drums. Did, did you ever play Kaylee drums or was it always kind of, it was always, never. what's the alternative? I never, I never really, I mean, I, I like listening to some trad stuff, but I never really grew up again listening to a lot of trad. So uh, the only kind of Irish music I would have listened to was when I was Irish dancing, you know, oh, yeah. different jigs and stuff. And that's the only time I wouldn't have ever, you know, listened to any of that stuff back at home. So I wouldn't have actually known about Kaylee Drummond. It's only when I kind of later in, in my years, I'd already been a drummer at that stage where I started to, to learn more about Kaylee Drummond and what even Kaylee music and more trad music, you know, I started to learn a bit more about it all. So I didn't uh, dabble in the Kaylee drums. No. no, and I suppose in some of the sets with the likes of, say, Derek Elisa or even your father, there would be kind of more trad-like sets so you would have got to show off oh yeah <laughs> my dad was an Aries, my dad was an Aries dancer too so oh. when, I, when I worked with him he um he would have had an Aries dancing set in his in his show until his hip he, he had a hip replacement a couple of years ago so until his, his hip started to kind of give him bother when I was in the band so but he did um I'd say probably for about the first two years I was drumming with him he, he was doing Aries dancing on stage so yeah I got to do a, a little bit of Kelly Drummond, I suppose. Oh, very good. I didn't know he was a dancer. So that's where you got your, your party. Well, I knew you danced for years. Um, so that's where you got your party piece. Party well, my piece mom, from. Actually, my mum and dad went to the same Irish dancing class. Um, and my granny was actually taught, my, my, my dad's mum was taught by the same teacher. All three of us were taught by the same, same Irish dancing teacher. Ah, oh, very good. And what made the dancing, or was it a, a case of dancing versus music, or did you, you just naturally kind of fall out of it? when you got older? You know, I just actually, I kept dancing until I went to college. Um, and that's, I probably still would be at dancing now if I, still, if I hadn't, hadn't left to go to London. Um, I loved Irish dancing and I loved, you know, I'm, I'm obviously some of my best friends I, I grew up Irish dancing with. You know, I, I think I started dancing when I, when I was five. So yeah, one of my best friends, David Tierney, like we still, we're still besties and yeah, we grew up Irish dancing together. We end up in the same school and class then as well, but um our same class in school um but yeah i have a lot a lot of friends and i got to travel a lot of places i suppose that's kind of my touring days kind of started uh, when i was an irish dancer because going to all ireland and dublin or you know being involved in score we would have maybe the all ireland score final might have been down in Kerry or in athlone or you know that's kind of you know i would have been traveling to those places so that's probably where I, I first started touring that's it. And of course, I know you still you still do your your reel or your jig uh, as as a, a piece in your set. Um, 
we we done a set together last summer if you remember we had the what, what was it called the country oh um all things country live and on stage we had that gig last summer in Edderley, wasn't it and i somehow got roped into doing a step and <laughs> <laughs> nearly breaking your ankle hey yeah no that was uh that was a rough and ready uh performance but that again that was a great gig for for last summer um just to it, now last summer i feel like it was such a novelty last summer this summer things are picking up a bit but last summer oh to have that gig i'd say you were the same in all the band oh without a doubt i mean you're so used to, to you know being with your band every weekend and at that stage i can't even remember what what month that was we'd done that was it august was it or july july yeah um yeah so i hadn't seen my band since the 15th of march so the fact that for that length of period of time you know not seeing any of them or not playing music to get that gig in was just like a breath of fresh air because you know it was just uh yeah it was just great to play music and great to meet up with all the all the band too yeah, I know it was such a novelty for me. Like, obviously, I was working too, but just even to sit and listen to live music, it was like, oh, and do you yeah. know what? But as great as that were, was, it was so hard to not dance. And of course, I had nobody to dance with. So, I mean, like, obviously, driving or whatever. So, like, I don't think I've ever been at a gig where I couldn't dance. So that was hard. <laughs> that was really hard. <laughs> just start Crazy. line dancing. It was, my, it was my first gig too, doing. Um playing through the cameras and not having no audience. Oh, sorry, I just... I just, to all the listeners, I just got a really big fright because my dog is barking like a nutter and some bang happens. So I'm I'm not even going to stop recording. I'm just going <laughs> to recording. This is, this is the beauty <laughs> of, uh, of podcasts. So if you can hear the dog barking in the background, I apologize. She's going mad. Um... But anyway, we'll keep going with the flow. This is this is the beauty. It's not we're pre-recording, but sure, you know what? It's nearly too much hassle to go and edit it all out. So we'll just can have a laugh at home here of me and hopefully can you hear the dog, Barry? I can hear the dog. No, oh no, if you can hear the dog, that means the listeners can hear the dog. <laughs> do you know what i might do i better you know be professional and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna pause the recording for a sec and i'm gonna run out. So guys, I'm back. I just ran out there, checked on the poor puppy and uh, we're back. So we were chatting about dancing, wasn't it? And the gig during the summer. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, sure. That's, I mean, that's nearly a year ago now. And speaking of this summer, just announced, I think literally today, was it? That you have a gig coming up this summer. I know you have a few gigs, but this is one of them um, that some of our listeners might be able to go to because it's in Ireland. Tell us about that. What was the name of it? I, I Country... In the manor, uh, is it? Country at, country at the manor, yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. There we go. Um, yeah, uh, Brian Cunningham actually, who is promoting the show, um, gave me a call about it a, a few weeks back, just to say that you know they the, they were going to try this gig out. Um, I think it might have something to do with the Irish government too, just trial and see what way audience and stuff might work out. I think that's what he said to me. So yeah, it's a gig. Um, really looking forward to it. So um. It'll be the first, no, it'll be my second gig because I'm heading to Scotland. I don't know when your podcast goes out, but I'm it's going out, uh, it's going out literally ASAP. So your timing is perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm heading to Scotland uh, next week with James McGarty and the Celtic Storm Band um, just to do three driving gigs over towards the top of Scotland. So we're doing that next week. And then the, the next gig I'll, I'll do is, is Country at the Manor. So 
Um, yeah, there's a great lineup. I just kind of seen that Robert Mazel, Patrick Feeney, uh, John McNichol. Um, who else was on it? Uh, Claude Lawler. Um, yeah, there's a whole host of, I think it's two days actually. I think it's a Saturday and Sunday. It, yeah, it's two days because I had a quick look at it. All right. But that's great. I mean, you know, just to have that starting again and to test it out and try it out. Obviously, I know things are a bit more ahead of us in Scotland than they are Ireland but it's you know it's a sign that things are starting to kick off again and all that kind of thing yeah that's 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 it and hopefully please god you know the the COVID numbers kind of stay low and and we're able to get back doing what we we, we love doing mm-hmm. so fingers yeah. crossed please god now obviously with the music not going on something you have been um you've been shy about and which I think is great and a lot of um singers on the podcast has spoke about how they had to go and look for work elsewhere um and i think it's great that artists like yourself are talking about that you know you're 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 showing that it's okay and that it's we need to do this and you've talked about it a lot so that's great like yourself you had to go obviously and search for for other options because the the music wasn't happening yeah well music music for the last 15 16 whatever 17 years has been my sole income so um yeah, when lockdown came, obviously it was fine for the first few weeks because I had a bit of savings and stuff that you know I was able to 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 use. Um, obviously, didn't think that this whole lockdown thing was going to last so long. So, as I could see that uh, as the weeks went on, obviously the lockdowns were getting bigger, and I could just see that you know money was flying out of the account. And yeah, you know I I would have took loans out when I first put the band on the road just to get like a van and get a PA, get lighting and all that kind of thing sorted. So um, after the first three months of the lockdown, uh, all those loans, they were able to be froze uh, for the first three months of it. And then after that, um, they all started, the payments started to come out again. So I knew just the way the money was was going out, I, I had to get some sort of other way of, of earning money. And I kind of would do anything, to be honest. I, you know, I've worked probably from about the age of 13. Um, my first job was a paper boy, so it was. Uh, and then I've, I've worked as a bus boy in restaurants. Uh, then I, I've worked as waiters in restaurants. And then I've worked in bars and stuff like that, you know, but I've literally worked nonstop since the age of 13. So, yeah, I just, I had to get a job. And the first job that came up was cleaning trolleys at a lo- local supermarket um which i done for the first three i did that till july i think from about the end of march till july last year and then a friend of mine had told me that that little we're going to be employing and i just thought for um for the consistent work and for the more reliable work uh, to do an application form for that and um you know i'd never done I'd never really filled out an application form for a job before. I'd never had a CV, CV before because, you know, it was all either word of mouth when you're a drummer, you just word of mouth or, you know, you go to an audition. So, yeah, I had to do all that and then I had to do an interview, which was daunting. Um, and, yeah, thankfully I got the job and I've been working on Little since the 13th of July last year. That's brilliant. Like, oh my god, that's nearly a year. Like, isn't that mad? But it's great that obviously you got sorted because I know you're a little how old is your little fella now? 
He just turned three in February there. So, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. So obviously things are busy. You have a family and all that. So, you know, you had to, had to make a call. And I mean, I don't know if you found it, but one thing I found, because I went, obviously the dancing for me wasn't happening. So I went back primary school teaching slightly reluctantly because um, I trained as a primary teacher, but never really went into it because of the dancing. But I, when I went back into the teaching, filling out application forms and applying for jobs and that kind of thing, I felt like my identity was gone. I felt like I lost a little bit of me. Did you feel that too? Or were you just kind of like, I need to get a job and that's it. And you didn't have time to think about it. Probably a bit of both. Um, Obviously, as I say, I've been working on music for so long. Um, Yeah, you kind of do feel like you've lost a bit of yourself. And even now, you know, a year, nearly a year down the line of working or over a year now not working on music. it's, It's nearly like, past life it, it's weird it's just it feels like it was all a dream kind of thing and i've done it for so long so yeah it's, it's strange but yeah ho- hopefully we're able to pick up where we left off we'll get our identities back <laughs> yeah fingers <laughs> crossed yeah um and am i right in saying that um another thing that has come up on the podcast before is the facebook and instagram hacking and all that fun stuff that unfortunately happened to you didn't it it did. My Facebook got hacked, um, and unfortunately, yeah, I'd, I'd just just under fourteen thousand followers at the time. And yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to get it back. Um, you know, I've been speaking to a lawyer in Dublin who has connections with Facebook um, down there, and yeah, it just hasn't hasn't been or I haven't been able to get it back just yet. But you know what? It's it's really like it's bugged me that much. I, I'm kind of just done with it now, and. I'm actually pretty much done with social media. I can't be bothered with any of it, to be honest. And, I, and you know, people will probably see, you know, I haven't done any Facebook lives a lot or I haven't done any Instagram, even even posts, you know, just I've lost kind of interest in it at the minute anyway. Mm. Well, I suppose you'd be, it's not, you haven't got that much content either to be putting up, you That's know, true. as much as you yeah. normally, yeah. Would. I mean, yeah. all you would have had to do was share stuff. And whereas now you'd actually have to do the content yourself, you'd actually have to sit down and post it or make the video or, you know, that kind of. So, I mean, it's probably more time consuming, whereas before uh, you just shared what everyone else was putting up. Probably there's probably a bit of that in it as well. You know, when you get home from work at the end of the, the, end of the day, you're just, you don't want to be at anything else. Yeah. And how long ago was that 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 happened? That happened in September last year. Okay, yeah, there's been so many different things. I know David James was hacked, Claude Lawler, I think Claudia Buckley. Um, well, who else? Like, there's a lot. I'm just yeah, scared yeah. so much that I've backed up everything now because I'm petrified I'm going to lose. Well, it's funny, it was it was Nathan who, Nathan Carter who gave me the number for the guy in, in Dublin, you know, so um, so Nathan obviously had a bit of trouble with, with all that crack as well, you know. But, yeah. It's mad to think that it's happening so much and there's no prob like there's no nothing being done like or or you know it's not doesn't yeah. seem to be stopping you know i i had well i'd spent a fair bit of money on, on doing facebook ads and stuff for different gigs down through the years so you know the fact that you just can't get in touch with them you know there's no way of of contacting them with over the phone you know there's just all it's just a waste of time you know you're wasting your time trying to figure out how to contact somebody and it's just uh, as i say i just got bored with it and can't be bothered bothered with it anymore no please god you get it back and if anyone is listening and you haven't already gone and liked barry's new you have a new page i'm guessing i do yeah yeah 
so there you go if you can go and check it out and give a like and a follow and all that good stuff and we'll try and get a few of the followers up now your website is still there anyway <laughs> yeah thankfully nobody's hacked my website yet yeah that's there anyway because i had a quick look earlier just to to make sure i was up to date on everything um but yeah no it's 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 hard work whenever and i suppose the timing of it as well if it happened two years ago when everything was busy and and all that it you know it so be it but when it happens with everything else going on it's a kick it's a right kick in the well, actually shauna mcstravok actually i knew there was someone else shauna mcstravok lost hers and she yeah. hasn't been able to get it back i if it, it seems like facebook is harder to get back than instagram although i probably shouldn't be telling you that because it's not positive well, as i say i don't care no, no more it's just it is what it is you know do you know what she's the exact same she was like do you know what i have you know if anyone needs me sure they can find me and she's the exact same i think you just get on with it after a while there's more important things oh but that is yeah yeah um so before i forget the quick fire round that i know you're so excited for because when, <laughs> when i told you about it you were like oh <laughs> um so i've about 10 questions here and one word or two word answers and whatever comes into your mind and uh we'll find out a little bit more about you so here is the quick fire round with barry Kerwin. Barry, who is your favorite American singer or American country music singer? Ben Skill. What's your favorite country song to listen to? Oh, uh, or album even? That's a very wide question because I listen to so much all the time. Um, yeah. This really isn't quite fair, is it? Uh, <laughs> at the minute, I'm listening to. Um, Ingrid Andreas album, which I really love. Okay, very good. That's that's one I haven't heard of now. I'll have to check it out. Good album. Uh, do you prefer to sing a jive or a waltz? Jive. I was going to say, can you dance? That's the next question. I know you can dance, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm I'm pretty sure you can jive and waltz and all that as well. I can dabble at it, yeah, yeah. Dabble at it. Um, who is your favorite Irish singer? Um. Tony Allen. Oh, that's an interesting one. Do you prefer to perform at a concert or a dance? Concert. Why? Uh, I think because people are paying more attention as in, so and actually sitting listening to you, whereas dancing that can be, you know, people are there to dance. So <laughs> Yeah, or drink. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a few things they're there for. Um, what is your favorite venue to gig in? My favorite venue would be um, this is any venue, doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be Ireland. No, anywhere at all. What's your favorite one you've uh, ever gigged uh, in? Or one of, my, one of my favorite venues is the um, Eden Court Theater in Inverness. Okay, and I'm going to ask now for an Irish one. <laughs> just, <laughs> just. <laughs> uh, uh, when it comes to gigs, uh, the Clamani Festival is probably one of the most exciting gigs to play. A lot of people say that one. That's probably one that most people say that one. Um, who is your biggest fan? Who's my biggest fan? Yeah. My mom. My mom. Oh, most people say that too. <laughs> <laughs> um do you play any instruments other than the drums yeah i play guitar as well what's your favorite local radio station downtown country is what i listen to yeah i don't have a local radio station around here really so oh yeah 
Um, what's your favorite song to sing? Um, my favorite song to sing. Why don't you spend the night? Third one. And tell last one now. You're nearly done. Tell us something we don't know about you, or we might not know about you already. Uh, well, maybe a lot of people wouldn't know that I really love Gaelic games. Um, I still play. Thankfully, our lockdown. We can. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're I didn't back. know you still play, but I do know you're mad into your guy because whenever Tyrone and Mayo are playing, there's a sly yeah. <laughs> dig or there's a sly little comment or or actually I might be raving, but there was a few times Mayo and Tyrone would have been playing, and then you would have been playing in Clare Morris that weekend, or yeah. I don't know why something's ringing a bell and there would have been a bit of a bit of messing going on. But um, so you still play? Who? What's your local okay. club? So my club I play for is Dumas Arsfields. And um, yeah, possession I play is mainly right half back. Um, and you were called up to the to the Tyrone panel, but you said no luck, sure, I don't I, have time. Just, just too busy. I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. There we go. So there's something we, we didn't know about you. And I didn't know you were still playing. How did and were you are you still playing since are you are you playing since the music calmed down or were you playing when the music was going? Uh, yeah, I've never stopped, yeah. Never stopped playing. Stop. And did you ever find it? hard like did you make all the trainings and all the games and stuff or was it kind of i wouldn't have made every training or anything like that but um i would have made most because trainings would have been during the week so it would have been fine but i, I did miss a fair few games because of you know if i had been down south gigging or something and i had to leave yeah you know i would have missed a fair few games but league games are going to be friday nights this year they're going to try try friday night games so yeah that's work. that's interesting. Is that just your club, or is it kind of Tyrone no, County, Thrown, or the Tyrone County Board are going to try trial uh, Friday night games, see what way it works? That's interesting, actually. Yeah. I wonder. Oh, I don't know. Right, when I go back oh. to music, it'll be good. But I know, yeah, it's Sunday morning suits you better. Yeah. Yeah, my poor for anyone listening again, my poor old puppy is barking here in the background. Um, <laughs> so I do apologize for. Usually she's good, but once she hears someone going by, it's um I probably ever spoil. She needs a lot of attention. But anyway, uh yeah, apologies about the barking again. Um yeah, so that's the gas side of things. So that was their quick fire round. You didn't do too bad now. There's only one or two that you yeah, you paused on. Some of them could have multiple answers, so hard to pick one. I know do you know what I love when I do this round though is I love looking at people's faces because they're like uh just trying to think and i know myself if i was put on the spot and someone said what's your favorite song i'd be like where do you yeah, start I listen, like i listen to so much um music so it's very hard and i i actually don't listen to one particular thing so it's yeah it's hard to pick it's definitely hard to pick a favorite album and a favorite song i just i really don't have a favorite song i don't think and you know what it's it's also nice to have someone on that listens to a wide range of stuff because you know obviously I have artists coming in going country 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 and that's all I listen to and that's great too obviously um and I'd be kind of like that too as well I'd be a bit of a country or a trad head I'm not really into any any other style of music but um no but that's probably over the years helped your drumming style and your abilities and I suppose especially when you study music in college um like I I would have found it hard personally to be learning about all the different styles of music when I was just a country head, but it would have um, opened you up to so many different things. And I think it's great that you went to college to do music as well. I never knew that about you. So that's, that was something new. I did indeed. Yeah, it was, I mean, 
that especially in college like we we you know i would have listened to a lot of varieties of music before going to college but um when i got to college and when i started playing drums and stuff there was even a lot more stuff that, you know that i wouldn't have listened to like jazz and even now to this day i wouldn't be a big jazz head at all where a lot of musicians are um and like jazz fusion and fusion and funk and all that kind of stuff where i had to learn that stuff in college so yeah it would definitely open my mind to a lot of stuff and was your college experience like i know when i went it was um it was like you see on the telly it's where you're you're just well for me it was dancing and music but dancing and singing all day initially playing music all day was it like college i know you were in london so it might have been different to, to music course over here but was it as fun as it sounds like just music oh, yeah, all day yeah. every day I mean, it was it was fun. There was a lot, of, obviously, theories behind it too, which I'm sure you'll 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 know. But um, my actual student life wasn't this, probably the same as any other student life because I was over nothing by myself. Um, a lot of people that would have been in my course were from the surrounding area or from London itself, somewhere. So most of them just went home. So yeah, I just worked. So whenever I was in college, I worked in a bar. Um, and the guy who owned the bar was from Cork City. And so, yeah, just so my student life wasn't really fun. I I didn't find it fun. I mean, I enjoyed working in the bar and I enjoyed being at college. But um, London can be a very, very lonely place, you know, just when you're when you're there on your own. So, yeah, it wasn't the, the happiest time of my life. But, yeah, really, I, I love going back to London, you know, but I love the city. But, yeah, I would never like to live there again. Mm. But a good experience all the same, like and oh yes, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's that's brilliant. So yeah, I didn't know because I suppose some musicians might not, you know, in the country music scene, singers and and musicians might not go to college. You know, they just go straight into music from the leaving cert. And if they do good and well, that's great. Yeah. Um, but like that, that's great that you went and and done your your degree and all that kind of thing. And um. Yeah, no, that is great. That is that is brilliant. And as I said, something I didn't already know about you. Um, so, geez, we've talked about a lot of different uh, areas. Um, who's going to win the Sam Maguire this year? One more, one more question for the quick fire round. Who's going to Ro win Sam? Tyrone, of course. With our, with our <laughs> new management. If Mayo and Dublin were playing, who would you like to see win? Well, I'd love to see Mayo win because I've had a, that curse for so many years and haven't been able to win it. I've been in so many finals. But I think that's uh, all I wanted to hear. That's, yeah. that's all I want to hear. I don't think anybody wants Dublin to win, apart from people here. From oh, stuff. I don't know what we'll do. But anyway, we'll we'll just keep going and uh, and hopefully you won't get onto the Tyrone senior team and we won't have anything to worry about then. <laughs> I think my days like of, of that are gone. But. Are gone. Barry, it's been so good to catch up with you. As I, I know I saw you last summer, but um it's been a while and it's been great to, to have the chats. And I appreciate you coming on to the Country Chats podcast as well. And uh, I think this. I think this could be my first time interviewing you, actually. I'm not sure. Have I ever interviewed you before? I don't think so, no. I don't think so. No. no. There we go. There's a first for everything. I'm usually on the dance floor and you're on the stage. That's usually how it works. <laughs> um, but no, it's been brilliant to, to catch up with you. And of course, to any of the listeners out there, you can find Barry on Facebook, Instagram. There's the website there. And of course, your albums are on Spotify and, um, and that kind of thing. I usually play Keep It In The Middle Of The Road at most classes i use it for a certain dance so it's it's okay. on constantly um yeah. 
but uh, no just thank you so much it's been great to catch up and hello to your family and to your father and your brothers and your fiance and your son and to all the gang and uh, I hope all these gigs that you have coming up go really well for you thank you very much and thanks for having me on your on your podcast it's been a pleasure no problem at all so guys make sure you check out Barry on social media thank you again for tuning in to the Country Chats podcast this is series three kicking off everything is going really really well so guys mind yourselves stay safe and I will talk to you in the next episode Slant.